It's like I'm almost like, fuck, I'm too drunk to deal with this. I don't want to say goodbye to anyone. Uber ordered in my bed. Then I'm like waking up to calls from all my friends being like, where the fuck are you? Obviously concerned because I left a little bit drunk. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in bed. I've eaten my pasta. I'm, I'm yeah. watching. She always finds her way home. How's your week is? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> sorry. We found that like 15 times. Yeah, it's a bit of a long morning. Week wasn't that interesting. We last recorded on Thursday, so it was just kind of the weekend since yeah, we've been here short. again. We actually went out for drinks together. We did. Sam only drank Diet Coke though. Yeah, I'm not on my drinking. I'm like in my sobriety era. I definitely will be drinking this weekend because we've got the with Harpaloo thing. It's my birthday weekend. And Caleb's in Sydney, so I'm like, I need to get Let drunk. loose. Girls to Go to a strip club. <laughs> Fuck it, mate. It's a birthday. Well. It's an occasion. It's my birthday. It's okay. 21, so. I know. That's huge. I bought her a present. I'm really and nervous. I'm in one of those, like, it was really challenging for me. I'm, like, one of those people that really struggle to, like, share clothes, for example. Yeah. So I think this kind of plays off that. Because um, you want it. I want it. Like, <laughs> it was really challenging for me to be, like, yeah, I her. need to buy these for Sam. Like, they're one of a kind. So, if she has them, I can't have them. But I but fucking I want them. You will I'll, share. I'll share. Yeah. I don't know if they'll fit. Me. Uh, what size are you? Seven. I know and a half. you've got me shoes. So yeah. Yeah. I got her some vintage pumps. Seven and a half to eight. You're a seven to a seven and a half. Uh, you can a, make them fit. They're a seven, but they've got a adjustable back strap. So uh, I thought if your foot comes out a bit at the end, you could just in case anyone me. wanted to know, they're really fucking cool. Ooh, I would expect her to love them so much that she ends up showing you guys. So yeah, I'll definitely be wearing them. But yeah, splash some dosh on that, and um, went over to Sam's last night. For oh, I actually really liked that. Caleb goes, she should come over more. Caleb, yeah, he likes oh. it. He loves like he loves like the girls' chats. Like I've had my <laughs> friends over like every night, and we'll all just, all just be sitting in the living room because my living room's really cozy. And Caleb will just kind of like tag along and sit there. He sits there like kind of on his phone, but he is ears open, yeah, listening to everything. Yeah. He's like kind of covering his face behind a pillow, like laughing at everything we're saying. Yeah. I'm like you. Love he us. like sits on his phone until like he's offered to be in the conversation we'll be like what do you think Caleb and then and then he's like well <laughs> thanks for asking yeah he's like definitely one of the girls definitely loves the gossip yeah a hundred percent like he loves hearing all the tea who doesn't love a bit of tea I know if you don't love the tea like you're lying you're lying like there's no other way around yeah it. If you don't like hearing an interesting little bit of information you're lying you're lying like Caleb and I do this thing of if we go out mm. Like Caleb went out on Saturday night and the first thing is, how was your night? When you wake up the next morning, you're like, how was your night? And yeah. then you go, oh yeah, my night was good. And then the second question is, wow. do you have any tea? Like what happened? What happened? Who was flirting with who? Who was at the <laughs> club? Who was being a little bit disloyal? It's like, always like any update was with your friends? Like who broke up? Like that little intro of, yeah, no, I went here, I went here. And then you've got to be like introduced. They're like, so what happened? And you're like, yeah, so. Yeah. But Kayla's one of those people where you have to ask specific questions. God, yeah, I can like, say that. He'll be like, yeah, it was good. I'm like, give me a bit more. What did this person do? Yeah. What did this person do? And then yeah. he just unleashes. Yeah. And then he'll be like, oh, this happened. I'm like, oh, don't you reckon there's no better or more exciting like message or thing to be told when someone goes, guess fucking what? Oh, I love that Or message. like, oh my God, I have something funny to tell you. Yeah. But then if I get people that message my name, just like Izzy. No, you say 
dude. I go, dude. Or like, oh my God. And then she'll leave it for like 20 seconds because she'll be like vigorously typing with her big nails. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, what? You yeah, fucking stressing me out. Sometimes it's like, okay, if I have something really interesting to say, sometimes I'll go, dude, to get you online on the screen because <laughs> I want you to be directly there when I send through the message. Yeah. or like a So I can have a convo about it right then. Yeah. And that gets her. Nothing gets Sam quicker to her phone texting you back than dude. A dude. Yeah. So I was actually watching this TikTok yesterday. It came from my feed last night. Mm. And it was this girl being like, so I just spoke to all my boyfriends and asked them basically red flags in a girl, what would not be wifey material of a girl? Yeah. First one was drinks a lot. Mm. Mm. Second one was says dude and bro. Then like has a masculine sort of (laughs) So Correct. pretty much you. <laughs> pretty much me. She's seen you the and she's describing you. The next one was also relatively to do with me. Wait, I'll find it. <laughs> and the next one was too fake or has cosmetic surgery. <laughs> she's like, yeah, they might be beautiful, but realistically a guy wants to wife up a natural girl. I'm like, this girl isn't fucking natural. <laughs> I'm like, is that why they're all your friends? Do, do you know what I girl? also love is when guys be like, yeah, she's so natural. I'm like, no, she's not. Kayla would be like, yeah. I was like, who would be your whole part? So he was like, oh, like Kendall and like all of them. And then he goes, yeah, like Kendall's hot. And then like Bella Hadid, she's like beautiful. Like she's the natural beauty. And I was like- None of those girls are natural. I was like, love your thought pattern behind it. But Bella Hadid is stunning, but she's not not natural. natural. My thing with them is it's like, I only want to know what cosmetic surgery they've had done. Like I know they all lie about it. I'm like, can you just tell me so I can- Go get it it. done. Yeah. Like, I'm sick of the gatekeeping. Do you just not want everyone to be as beautiful as you? Like, I want what you have. Yeah. Please write it down in some notes Please. Anyway, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty chill. Mm -hmm. Went out with you guys and then Caleb's parents came for the night. Lovely. And then watched Caleb's footy on the Saturday. Had a really lonely Saturday night. It was, like, really depressing. So did I. I We should have just linked up. I was contemplating life. I was like, I've got no friends. Everyone's out. I was like, I'm so lonely. I wasn't out. I was at home. I was literally at home in my apartment alone. It was really sad. And then Sunday we woke up. Caleb used to live with another couple and we all drove down to Lawn and went to it Toddy's. It really wholesome. It was really nice and, like, we all had, like, our little video cameras, our little cameras and we'll – the boys went surfing and paddleboarding and Lily and I just, like, sat on the sand. I wish we bought – Lily and I had wetsuits because I would have gone swimming. Should have bought some Chico cool. rolls, just sat there waiting for them, like, puberty blues. Yeah, but we were just sitting there filming them on our little digicams. So cute. And then we went to Toddy's. Lovely, so good. Mm, for people that don't know, Toddy's is this restaurant in Sydney yeah. that's just like renowned to be like amazing. such an amazing Italian sort of restaurant and they've just brought one to Lawn, which is rogue. Yeah, but it's a lovely drive. Like I definitely do it again. Yeah. And then like we got milkshakes and then we drove all the way home and it was like oh, a chill Sunday. It was a very nice Sunday. So and wholesome. Yeah. Mine was pretty wholesome but more like recovery mode wholesome. Like I just need a bit of to be a bit of a hermit after a social week. Yeah. You did have quite a social week. Yeah. Yeah. It ended on Friday night though. Went out Friday night and then I'm like Saturday, Sunday, Monday in alone. Yeah. When my parents are away, I'm just like, I basically feel like I live alone. It's so lonely and sad, but I'm Mm. like, I can never bring myself to exit the household when I'm in one of those moods. See, I can't stay in. Like I can't not do anything all day. Mm. Like it's bad 
like I wish I could stay home and do absolutely fucking nothing. But I've since I've moved in, I've not spent more than an hour by that's myself. That's how I recharge. Like I'm like I'm not in a very good mood today, so I'm like I'm going to this podcast. Obviously, love it. Favorite part of the week is recording, and then when I'm getting out of bed, I'm like, oh my god! But after that, I can just do nothing all day. So I couldn't think I like that stresses me out and I wish I was like that because I know sometimes I need to sit there and do nothing and recharge but like the thought of doing that literally like drives me up yeah. walls. But because we've got I've got quite a busy week after which is like as of tomorrow. Very social. So too. it's like I'm I think you need to allow yourself those yeah. days when you have them. Like don't feel guilty, utilize them. I'm like, oh my God, fuck yeah, it's a Tuesday. I don't have anything to do after this. I'm going to relax. I'm going to make my favorite pasta. I'm going to watch some below deck. And then tomorrow got a big fucking week. So I'm yeah. like, I think that's just a big thing people need to learn. I know Sam yeah. needs to learn that. I like, definitely do. Utilize yeah. the times where you don't have to do anything Literally. and enjoy it. Don't feel bad. What's your weekly wreck? So this is actually like solid I can't recommend anything more. My skin's been going through a mm. weird sort of phase since summer, like December. Mm. Like bumpy, textured, really dry, stinging. Like I, all of my normal skincare just stopped working. Mm. And so I went back to the skincare I started using when I was 18. It's called Jan Marini. It's Never like a it. dermatologist. Mum gets it. Like mum goes to the dermatologist store. It's pretty expensive. Like I'm yep. not going to lie to you. But within two days of using it, the skin lumps and bumps wow. that I'd been having yeah. problems with for the last six months is gone. Wow. I kind of yeah. need that because I get it around my mouth. I use the Siesta Serum and then the Transformation Cream. A lot of the stuff in there is for age, like ageing, peptide, blah, blah, blah. The anti-ageing. Yeah. Those two things, like honestly, I can't believe how quickly they cleared up skin that I could not fix for months. So wow. would definitely recommend if – like, it is expensive, I understand yeah. that, but it's really fucking worth it. But if you're having troubles with your skin, I think always investing in, like, good skincare and stuff yeah. that actually works is It doesn't have all the funky stuff in it. Yeah. Mum's like, you're young. Like, why are you wearing six different creams and serums and oils? Like, you've got young skin, just something a bit more simple and back to the basics. Keep it simple. You don't need 40 different thousand moisturizers it's fun and serums. and it makes you feel, like, put together when you've got all these different products but like it ended up not being like less is more completely what about you mine is what i'm wearing now is getting yourself a good pair of jeans like you wear your Mm. silver lake jeans silver lake ones are really expensive Mm. like i'd say like they'd be in the top end top bracket i do think you can splurge on jeans yeah that's what i'm saying these ones are expensive well i think they're like 270 Mm. they're worth it like so worth it getting yourself a good pair of jeans that you can wear five days in a row like yeah you wear your jeans all the time if you have a good pair of jeans that fit you go henny have really nice ones at the moment they have them in black white cream yeah. blue. what are some other brands that would have good jeans well silver lake really amazing jeans great yeah. quality yeah more on the expensive side there's jeff yeah. avenue has some cool pairs that have yeah Little decals on the side. Levi's are always a good one. Levi's ones. are great, definitely. Yeah. And A-Brand. A-Brand. A-Brand had a pop-up shop been. on Chapel Street and we've been repping them recently. Yeah. So, yeah, get yourself a good pair of jeans. A-Brand, Henny, Levi's, Silver Lake. Vibe. Vibe. Yep. Great. Great. Enjoy. Mm. It's time, time for <laughs> Question of the Week. That bit at the end where we go week always <laughs> goes out. 
question of the week is who would you want to play yourself in a movie? Yeah. Um, we're going, obviously, if we were to go based on looks alone, people would probably say Lady Gaga for myself. And Natalie Portman for me. Yeah. I don't see the Older Lady Gaga me. on me, but it's definitely the most common. Um, I think it's also the voice. Yeah. And I think it's the nose would be the one main thing that I yeah, see we have similar, but I would say we're more looking for who would we want to play ourselves. Yeah. Like we're, I think we're going to get a bit of backlash here regardless of people being like, oh, you think that you're similar to like this person? I don't think I'm similar to these people. I'm like the people I've thought of, mm. I think that – in the movie that I'm referring them to could be most like me in certain situations. I've more gone the route of I would just really want this person to play me and I think they could do it really well. Oh, no, I've done it completely different. Well, that's okay. Yeah, who's yours? So I'd want Jennifer Lawrence to play me. I just fucking love her. I think she's got a personality. Yep. I don't think I'm anything like her. But I think she'd add a bit of spice. But she's an actor, so she can change the way she acts. Exactly. And I think she's you. good. I just think she's got a great personality. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck oath. If Jennifer Lawrence could play me, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I don't we don't look alike though, I don't think no. so. Oh, the people that I'm picking, I've got two. Yeah, go. For two I've got different personalities. So Sandra Bullock from Bird Box, because I think she's what? really over dramatic. That's so specific and random. Yeah, this is what I was saying. I'm being yeah. specific. Okay. Sandra Bullock from Bird Box because she was very like obviously she's protecting the kids and she's like very Because you just spend all point. your time just like protecting the kids. No, but like she's very like hustle, like doesn't no, cut, she's, take yeah. shit and she's like very serious. Like Good movie. Great movie. And then my other one mm-hmm. is Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect. Because you love I fucking just – I just love Be Perfect. We spent <laughs> a whole three and a half minutes yesterday, Caleb's sitting on the couch in silence, and me and Sam have got the riff off playing off my phone. Doing acapella. One of us is doing the bass or the backtrack, and then one of us is singing. <laughs> Caleb's sitting there like there's not even like a smile on his face. He's just like I've heard this way too much, and the fact that her best friend is doing it too is just <laughs> fucked. <laughs> He's it like, this was, is fucked. This is like, I think he was just in disbelief. No, I don't reckon he was in, in disbelief. He was like, not this again. No, are you like, fucking kidding? Yeah, he's like, fuck me. I'm fucking trapped. Because he can't just like get up and walk out because no. we wouldn't let him. And it's also his place. He's like, it's a he going to go? Yeah. <laughs> must but sit. I think Anna Kendrick, because she's quite cold until you get to know her. Like she's very quick to judge. I actually see that Anna Kendrick like could full just play you in any movie. Yeah, yourself. I think Anna Kendrick is because she's like, yeah, very cold, but like she's actually a good person, but she takes a while to warm up and yeah, I just think she is very good. Well, now I want to think of one in the same sort of thought process as you've done yours. Oh, yesterday, Sam had the audacity to tell me that she thought I was like Tana Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, because we were talking about this, we were trying to think of a question of the week, and well, I was like, okay, influencer-wise, like famous influencers, and I was like, yeah. Tana like No, I don't think I'm anything like her. I just think you're a bit of you're both a bit of loose cannons. Yeah, but Tana Mojo was like loose cannon to the extreme. She's and like I wouldn't say, mode. yeah, I would be in that realm at all. No, true. Yeah, I didn't realize it could be a bit offensive. I didn't know people didn't like her. I don't particularly like her. Oh, I think she's a legend. I think she's hilarious, but I wouldn't want to 
being be known as being like compared her. to her. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So thank you. Fuck you. All right, let's move on. All right, so as some of you may be aware, the Met Gala looks have actually just come out this morning as we're filming. Yes. Honestly, one of my favourite times of the year, just scrolling yeah. through and looking at all the outfits. This year's theme was about Karl Lagerfeld. You know who that that is? He was a designer that passed away recently. Oh, yeah. Sort of designed for Chanel, I think, Fendi. So that's why there's a lot of like that tweed suit, like, sort of vibe. So we're just going to talk about some of our favorite looks thus far. I loved my favorite that I've seen so far is Dua Lipa's. I think she slayed it. It was beautiful, stunning. I loved the silhouette of how her. Like her waist looked insane. I think that was a runway dress from one of his old collections Ah. and it's tweed. The corsets, that material, she looked incredible. She looked incredible. I also loved Kim's. Yes. Pearls kind of as the top and the skirt. Yes. It's always interesting to see what Kim's going to do on the runway that I love the Kardashians, my girls. Same. Honestly. I still think that Kylie's body looked insane in the red dress. I don't think it was Met Gala though. I think No, not Met Gala. It's very red carpet. Completely. Yeah. But I know there was this – Sam actually didn't hear about this, that big controversy that the Kardashians weren't actually invited this year. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was because everyone kind of went in uproar the fact that Kim wore Marilyn Monroe's exact dress last year. Yes. But I found out she only actually wore it for – The walk. A couple photos and then took it off for dinner and everything. Yeah, and wore a dupe. But ripped a bit of like – the seams on the back seemed like they were like stretched quite a bit. Um, so everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're not going this year because of that. And everyone thinking that they're cancelled. Of course they are. There they are. Yeah. They all went. Yeah. Slayed. Paris Hilton went. This is her first Met this year. She went. I'm surprised she wouldn't have been invited back in the past. Oh, well, there was a bit of controversy. And I think uh, like last year it was like free Paris. Oh, that yeah. whole thing came out. So I think she's kind of cleared her name and everyone like – a lot more respect for her and like understanding about how she like has gone through the past 10 years so i think everyone was like yeah paris come along i feel like there must be some sort of theme with carl lagerfeld and cats jared leto dressed up as As a a cat cat. and then doja cat's got some prosthetic on her face where she looks like a cat she looks like someone from like avatar yeah i still haven't seen avatar the new me either we should watch it together my sister's seen it five times already oh really obsessed with it apparently it's really long they're always long, but they're yeah. such good movies. I feel like you don't even notice. Yeah. We should give it a go. And then Margot Robbie looked insane. She looked beautiful, but I don't think she – she was kind of matching somebody else's look, and I think the person who did it first looked better. It was because they're wearing old Karl Lagerfeld yeah. designs. Yeah. Like so she looked was, insane, but I think the person who wore it first looked better. That's Cindy – what's her name? Kaya Gerber's mum, Cindy Crawford. Oh, Kaya Gerber, who's dating Austin Butler. This yeah. is all just gibberish to people that don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a bit gibberish on? to me. No, dead set. But no, I like the theme. Everyone looks great. Not sure about the headpiece that Florence. Good theme. Well, I'm surprised that they would dedicate a whole Met Gala theme to a designer that passed away. Like, I just have, I don't know if they've I done think that he would have just had a, like a lot of influence into. He did, to fashion. Just, just in fashion and design. But yeah, everyone look out for those. It's honestly Met Gala time is one of my favourite times of the year. Yeah. On this week's episode, we wanted to talk about icks and red flags. I feel like that's such a comical It's funny episode. to everyone. Yeah. Like even if a boy is running through icks they have with girls, like best believe I'm listening to that TikTok. I think yeah. they're funny to hear. 
And they're so lighthearted. Like, please don't take offense to it. We're just having a joke. Like, I'm not going to really Everyone follow. has icks. We yeah. have icks. We probably do a couple of these things. I am a, probably a walking ick to some people and that's fine. I'm probably a walking red flag to some people. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah. We're just here for a bit of fun. I firstly, this is like, it was kind of off the theme because I was writing down things that I thought were icks. So a lot of them end up turning into things that like very normal things mm. that I find embarrassing to do or to have someone else do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Things that really yeah. shouldn't be embarrassing. So I actually wrote down a couple of things that I wanted to read to you. Go. Okay. Like it's more than I think if I saw someone doing it, it would be an ick. But if I'm doing it myself, I'm like a bit embarrassed that I'm doing it. Yeah. Okay. First, <laughs> this is like imagine a boy doing this, running after rubbish that's blown away. Yeah. And it keeps blowing away and they're like bending down like and they keep trying to grab it and it just keeps flying away. A little bit further and further. I yep. just think that's humiliating. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Yeah. And then trying to pat a dog and it moves away from you. So just rejection. Just rejection in general. Yeah. Like someone goes, oh, this is my dog. And you're like, oh, my God, it's so cute. And it just like won't let you pat it. It's like that's why I want the dog. specific, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> having your windscreen wipers on really quickly when it's like not really raining. I get so <laughs> embarrassed by that. I think there's something with my car that does it. I get so embarrassed and then I'm like looking at other people's to see if their windscreen wipers are going faster and I'm like, why am I going like, so I'm like, fast? I need them to go quickly because I need to be able to see, but I'm like, they're going faster than everyone else's. So I guess I'm just going to cop not seeing. Yeah, why am I going fucking, because <laughs> it has like the sensor and I'm like, why is mine so sensitive and it's going so fast? Yeah, but I'm like, I just get embarrassed when that happens yeah, to me. Yeah, I, I get embarrassed. Shazamming a song in a public setting. Like if I'm out in a night out and I hear a Taylor song that does I that like, all the time. I don't know why I'm embarrassed to Shazam the song. Does that, like I'm no, like. No, that doesn't embarrass me at all. Like sometimes I always walk into South Street and I think there's the acoustics in really like South Street in Chatty. Yeah. And I'll always Shazam the song and then I'll go and like play it in my car. I'm like, oh, it doesn't sound as good, but I always Shazam. There's something about it that I'm like, why is it embarrassing to Shazam a song that you like? And then walking back after bowling. Why? <laughs> what the fuck? As if. These are all over fucking social media. Like you bowl. We're just on two different And algorithms. then it's like you hit like two or three pins and like no one really gives a fuck and no one's clapping. And then you just turn around and walk back and it's that little like, do you smile? Do you just keep walking? What the what? heck? You don't see it. No, Someone I don't get the ick from me. that. I don't get the ick or I don't find ick. it embarrassing. It's normal things that I find awkward that shouldn't be awkward. Yeah, I don't find that awkward. Hey, well, but I you. do find it awkward when like you score a goal or like in teams and they score a goal and everyone's like, you're celebrating. I find that a bit embarrassing. I'm like, everyone's watching you. And had people like celebrate to themselves. And, See, like, I eat. don't find it embarrassing if I get a goal and people like celebrate. I'm like, oh, okay. and like everyone like touch your head and like roughs your head. I'm like, oh, chill See, the fuck out. Yeah. You got a goal. You got different a point. things. All right, so we're going into the it category. This kind of started our idea for this podcast, I guess, in some sort of sense. Mm. We did this video on my TikTok, naming things that are just for the girls. Like it was a bit of a trend going around, and it's like saying things almost that if boys did it, it's a bit of an ick. Like yeah. sneezing, <laughs> being cold. Like drink, carrying around a Frank Green bottle. All that fun stuff. Being cold after a shower. Okay. What was another one? Like packing a beach bag. <laughs> that sucks. 
<laughs> Things that are like only girls can be doing. Or like packing a lunchbox. Yeah. It's obviously not the case, but that's kind of what got us the idea for this episode of just kind of reading out a couple things that give us any. Or like wearing a dressing gown. To never wear a dressing gown. Be cold. Freeze. Fucking freeze. <laughs> My biggest ick, not ick. So if I was on a first date and this guy did it. Mm continuously it mm. gave me the ick and I I think it'd be the only thing that I couldn't come back from what? and I think it's oddly specific but when you ask them a question and they go oh I don't know what about you like indecisiveness almost. indecisiveness and just like I'll be like oh what's your favorite drink oh I don't know what about you Oh, what are you thinking about dinner? Oh, I don't know. What about you? I'm like, oh my God. I really Just have a fucking thought, like your own thought. I have a bit of a fucking confidence. Just be like, yeah, I really feel like a hamburger. Cool. If I don't feel like a hamburger, you still feel like it. But Just you can, say it. It's like it's if someone suggests something for a day and you don't want to do that, you'll very easily be like, oh, no, not really feeling Italian tonight. Yeah. And then you might be like, what about Japanese? It's like if I go, where do you want to go for dinner? And they go, I don't know. What about you? I'm like, well, guess we're not going to fucking dinner Yeah, then. it just uh, – I think it just grinds my gears like nothing else. Like when someone doesn't have a direct answer or like, mm. oh, maybe or – I experienced that back and forth with Cafe Boy like eight times. Yeah. Because I was determined. I'm like, no, you're picking where we're going. Yeah. I'm the one that got your number. I'm the one that asked for drinks. You can at least do me the solid of suggesting a place that we're going to go. Yeah. And it was like, where do you live? Oh, I live around here. Oh, do you know any bars around there? Oh, not really. Oh, what about like it went on for like eight texts. And I'm like, all and right. So by that time you have the ick. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, I hate it. Like I don't enjoy it at all. A big ick for me in dating that I find hard. It's hard for me to get really keen on this person if they do this. Mm. Laughing, crying emojis. Yeah, just I'm, emojis in general. I'm not of. a huge emoji person. Oh, some, I'm like a cutesy emoji person. I'm not a huge face emoji person. Yeah. I think the laughing, crying emoji, it's like just write ha, 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 ha. That's not weird to me. If you do a bunch of those laughing, crying emojis, it freaks me out. There was one boy and it was like, I'd be lucky to get less than four emojis per text. And I'm like, oh, this yeah. is horrifying. When it's like one sentence and it's like the wet emoji and then he'd be like, and then this happened and because like, I can just imagine you giggling behind your screen while you've put those emojis in and it just like freaks me out the only time I get face emojis is like when I sent that text into the group chat today mm. and I was like oh something 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 and I didn't want it to look like I was like pressed or mad so mm. then I did like a little blushing smiley face at the end to kind of like that's the tone that I'm writing the message in that's what you guys should see while yeah. I'm writing that Emojis are useful. I think they're useful in certain senses. If you're just using the laughing, crying emoji in replace of like, ha, 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 mm. every time you write something that's kind of a bit funny, it fucking freaks me out. Yeah. So everyone get that emoji out of your recents, never use it again. I hate it. We got a lot of people saying that they hate that um, sad looking, like the one that's like, mm, and it's got the big eyes. Oh, yeah. I love that I one. I like that one too. I like that one. A lot of people wrote back to us and saying that that was an ick for them. I guess if I use it, I'm like, oh, I'm a girl. I'm like, mm, I'm so cute. <laughs> but like, this I can chick, see what you would mean. This shit goes, oh, my God. So I went on a date and he took me to the beach for a little picnic and he wore a cameo backpack with nothing in it and it was the grossest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It was fucking empty and he pulled it so high up on his back and it was the fact that it was empty. So like, imagine a fucking pulled up backpack and there's nothing in the backpack. He's just come like, on Like, why else are you wearing it? Like, what are like, you doing? Like, if you've got a towel in there, I get it. 
Don't oh. wear it for looks. No, just put the towel around your shoulders. Basically, just don't fucking wear it. When they send snaps with their phone held as high as the sky like that. I don't think that's an Oh, I do. Really? Or like when they just like, mm, yeah. It's the half face. It's just asking for your Snapchat in general at this I age. I fully believe anyone that actively uses Snapchat over the age of, I'm going to say 21 to keep it easy for you because I swear you use Snapchat. I don't use oh, Snapchat. Oh, you don't? No. All right. 19. Yeah, it's I a, reckon 19. Like It fizzles out. Like, like once you're in school, you don't need it. Like I'm at the messenger. stage with Snapchat. If someone says you want Snapchat, they're going to be my best friend. Like I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I've don't got use two it. best friends. I don't post stories. I just – I'm just not – I don't really like sending like photos of my face that frequently, to no. be honest, which, you know, some of you may disagree with, but I just find just, that it's pointless. Yeah. Running for the train or the tram. Never no hated one, it yeah. more. I get embarrassed when I have to do it. Oh, completely. It's because fucked. it's like my school was positioned right next to a boys' school. So after school or before school, half the train's filled with boys, half the train's filled with girls. Our backpacks are the size of us. Running and holding underneath your backpack or sort of the top of your backpack so the zips don't fly open and just like sprinting. And you can hear the lunchbox clipping. Oh, Ugh. it's humiliating on it's another disgusting. level. So this girl sends in like an ick story and captions it story of the bath towel and she goes so I was seeing this guy not too long ago he was really nice and took me out to a nice Italian restaurant for our first date was getting really good vibes we started seeing each other a fair bit and I'd stay over at his house most weekends and sometimes through the week sounds like it's going great you love it one afternoon we came back from the beach and I wanted to have a shower and asked if I could borrow a spare bath towel this guy then proceeds to walk to the back of the door where hanging was the crustiest stain ridden wet white towel that was now a shade of grey and offers me to use it as it's the only one he has. Oh, <laughs> I think towels are a big decider of like your cleanliness. I have PTSD from a past relationship. The towels, like just get some nice thick towels. Thick towels. I actually think if you're in the market for towels, get these things called towel sheets, bath sheets. They're the longer ones, they're the wider ones, they're the bigger towels. The bath towels are the small ones that when you wrap it around your body, like your bum's hanging out. Yeah, but out. it's like who wants a towel that's a millimetre thick, doesn't cover my ass, and I'm 5'2". Yeah. Why? I can't. I don't even want to imagine a woman no. using that. Go to Adairs, become a fucking linen lover, and get yourself <laughs> some nice towels. Oh, honestly. As she goes, I stood there in disbelief. As to if it was a joke, but after seeing him not change his expression, I said thanks and walked into a shower. Girl, there was no way I was touching that with my body. I had to shower, then proceed to drip dry, then use my shirt to dry the rest of me. Biggest ick. That is an ick. That's an ick. Like, because there's toothpaste on it. Like That's a big ick that's like, ooh, yeah. Valid. And it's probably damp because he's just used it. Yeah. <sighs> Using a damp towel freaks me the fuck out. One of my icks or like red flags would mm-hmm. be if you are going home to someone's house and like you've been hanging out with them for a while and they haven't made their bed. I think it's a big teller to me. I feel like it's a big red flag because mm-hmm. it's a big teller of your organisation. If you're not going to put effort into making your bed in the morning and you know that I'm going to come back to your house. Yeah, I think. You obviously don't really care about making a good impression. I don't know if I will have would have made my Bed previous times when I know, like, if it's like a boyfriend, uh, yeah, okay. I Boyfriends, understand. I kind of understand. I understand why that's necessary to you. I don't think I can be hypocritical because I'm not sure that I do that every time. Like, I make my bed every day. Mm. 
Because if I make my bed, then I don't go back into it until I go to sleep. It's a good habit. It is. Um, I don't go into my bed regardless. Unless yeah, I'm you're, a, you're I'm a, a living room girl. kind of girl. Someone says like biggest red flag is when he always says she's just a friend or don't be like that. We're just friends. Don't justify the way you're flirting with this chick as being friends because I don't do that with my friends, buddy. I don't flirt with my friends. Yeah, so then when you, like, say to the guy and you're like, oh, you and Betty are getting a bit close and they always go, she's just a friend. I hate well, that. don't be like that. So, well, you friends. don't think she's just a friend. No, you wouldn't be acting like that towards yeah, her, would you? Yeah, if you're getting your back up. That's the – he likes her, he flirts with her. He's not sure if she likes him. So he goes, we're just friends. That's like – he's like, oh, nobody else can have her but I don't want her so I'm just going to continue to flirt with her. This is such an ick for me. Girls and boys, like mm-hmm. – This girl goes, I was seeing this guy, let's call it friends with benefits. He drove two hours to see me and he stayed the night one time. In the morning we woke up and he went to make breakfast and he was walking on his tiptoes. No joke. (laughs) She goes, I turned to ask him if he was okay. (laughs) And he says, it's something I do when I'm nervous. He was walking around on his toes the entire time he was at mine. And he left, I got the biggest ick and it was because he also said it makes him feel taller. I, I used to have issues of I actually – so do you know how you walk heel, toe, heel, toe? Yeah. I used to walk toe, heel, toe, heel. And imagine just going no heel, just full toes. Yeah, weird. I think it looks weird. Like if you can't imagine what we're talking about, just walk around on your toes in the mirror and tell me if you don't think that's And you have it. a little spring in your step. It's like, oh, it <laughs> freaks me out. I don't know why. Someone says friend ick when they don't know their alcohol limit and end up being the babysitter every time. There's nothing fun about babysitting the same person. And I always feel like the babysitter. It's because you're probably usually in your most right mind. So yeah. as a conscious human, you it does like fall. And when I you. have to constantly babysit the same person, I'm like, babe, just go. Have home. you ever had to babysit me? No, because you fucking run away. Is he just fucking run? Oh, I've had to babysit you like once when I've like had to tell you like to pull your head in a bit. Yeah. But you don't get babysat. I'm a bit of a ghoster. Yeah. Like if I can feel myself getting too drunk, good She'll luck finding me. She'll just fucking disappear and she – but it's like not funny. Like I'd rather have to babysit you than you ghost because I don't know your safety and sometimes everyone's calling you being like, where the fuck is she going? And gone? I'm just chilling in bed like I've left. Yeah, but no one knows that. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the it's hell? It's not a good – it's like I'm almost like, fuck, I'm too drunk to deal with this. I don't want to say goodbye to anyone. Uber ordered in my bed. Then I'm like waking up to calls from all my friends being like, where the fuck are you? Obviously concerned because I left a little bit drunk. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in bed. I've eaten my pasta. I'm, I'm yeah. watching. She always finds her way home. But like I'm always nervous about that one time that you won't. I have this problem. This is an ick for myself. Where if I'm in an Uber, let's be real. We've all been in an Uber before. Felt like we were going to mount. Mm. Like, come on. It's oh, yeah, you always tell me this. Human nature. This is your ick. This is such – it's such a bad habit. Like, I really need to overcome it. And I feel like I need to vomit and then every single time I'll be like, oh, can you pull over? I've never vomited inside an Uber. Yeah. I'll always ask them to pull over and then I'll be on the side of the road. This is just an ick regardless. Vomiting. And I tell the driver to drive away. They will wait. Like, I think they've told, like, obviously if it's a girl or a boy even just, like, wait. Yeah. I'm always concerned about I don't know how long it's going to take me to finish up before I can get back in this Uber. So I always go, no, it's fine. Like, keep driving. I'll I'll order another one. So then they drive off. I'm now on the side of the road by myself, obviously quite drunk if I'm vomiting. Half, sometimes I don't even know how to call myself an Uber. 
the worst thing ever. I was on the side of the road, vomiting, doing my thing. And this girl and guy come up to me. Oh, I'm so embarrassed, but like, come on, we need to know none of us are perfect. And they go, you're easy, right? Uh, that's like my biggest fear is like you being very vulnerable and someone recognising Yeah, you. they're like, oh, Izzy, I, I, we see you on TikTok. I'm like, yeah, this is me. <laughs> they, luckily, one of my friends, Hannah, had called my phone. They picked up and were like, Hannah's like, turn her, find my friends on right fucking now. So they did and then I think they must have helped me order an Uber and I got home. But um, don't make the Uber drive away. Like they'll wait for you and it's so much safer if I can just finish, get back in, get home. Sometimes I might not even be coherent enough to be able to order myself a second Uber. So it's a really bad habit that I have. I need to get over. I have never vomited in the Uber. I think the one time that was really scary is I was at Love Machine when I was like freshly 18 and it was like one of those university parties and I got spiked like really, really Mm. badly. And I somehow ordered my Uber home, Mm. but I couldn't figure out how to get the key in the door. No. At my old house, I used to have a, like a lock pad because there was no door handle in my old house. It was like a lock pad. Yeah. So we always had like a key to get in and I couldn't figure out how to fucking open the lock pad and I actually opened it up. But by that time, my phone was on 1% and I called my parents who down, were down at the beach house. Mm. So they're like an hour and 40 minute drive away. God. And I call my mum yelling abusing her down the phone mm-hmm. being like i can't open the lock pad i had opened the lock pad the fucking key was in my hand but i couldn't figure out how to put it in the door but i was so illiterate that i couldn't tell my mum that mm-hmm. so then my phone ended up dying and i was so so gone like yeah. so wasted and i used to live at a school so i lived like in a pretty public area my school house was like a terrace house there's no front yard of my Mm. house and so I walked out I think I was my intentions were to go knock on my neighbor's door because they have a key but you had the key the whole time yes okay but I didn't make it to my neighbor's house and I passed out in the gutter you know where I live like that's a very very public area in my vomit and I slept there for like three hours but because my phone died mid-conversation with my parents my mum was like on the phone, like so concerned for my well-being because the last thing that she heard is her freshly 18-year-old daughter who's got a horrible eating disorder and he's drunk out of her head, can't get into the fucking house and they're an hour and 40 minutes drive away. Did they drive home? My dad was driving on his way, driving, passing Frankston. So mm. he was like still driving, trying to call my neighbour. My neighbour finally answered and was like, my daughter is outside, like Help can her. you please let her in? And apparently my neighbour walked in and I was like not even in my house. Like I was not even on the front porch. I was like in the gutter. Oh my God. Outside of my house, like on the pathway. And he let me in, but like obviously didn't like fucking tuck me into bed. Like he just let me into the house because the key was in my hand. And like he doesn't want to fucking deal with it. I fucking slept on the dog bed. I woke up the next morning at like 8am, still in my clothes. Oh, so your dad, once he found out that the neighbour let him in, just drove drove back back home. Right. I was slept on the dog bed. You would have woken up the next day with the most. Don't know how I got home. Anxiety. Oh, it was so bad. I actually ended up getting drug tested. And I came back positive for something. I can't. Well, that's what it good was. to know that that yeah. was because of that, not because you'd taken it too far. Well, I was barely drinking. Like I went to Love Machine sober. I had one drink, and then I was like, "Whoa!" Who goes to Love Machine? It was like a in their right mind. It was sober. like a uni party. 
As the pajama like party. Decides. Yeah, love machine. Let's go. You had to buy tickets. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Don't go to love machine. All right, so we're going to delve into some red flags. So mm. I feel like well, there can be a bit more of a conversation. So one that I find a lot of people wrote down, which I guess I want your opinion on, is your partner not posting you on social media. How do you feel about that? I think it's such a grey area. I uh, I don't know. My ex-boyfriend never posted me on Instagram mm. and it made me really insecure because yeah. I was like, I feel like you're hiding me. I don't feel like you're proud of me. I, I feel like it's – it makes – and I always ask Caleb about because I obviously post him a lot more than he posts me because you I'm more active. More. Yeah. And I always go, oh, does it make you feel good like when I post you? He goes, I love it. Like it makes me feel warm inside yeah. and it makes me feel loved because – it's like you're kind of proud of them and you want to show them off. And yeah. you're like, this is my boyfriend. Like, he's so cute. And I feel warm inside when my boyfriend would post me. Mm. And, like, I know that, like, it's a big thing in relationships when people don't post one another. Or, like, the it's girl only posts the boyfriend it, and then the boyfriend never posts. I feel like there is an element that they're hiding. It's like, why yeah. won't you, though? Like, I definitely had a problem with that in one of my relationships and it made me feel really shit. Yeah. All the time it's like I just would rather keep it private and I'm like, but why? Yeah. Like I but understand why do you keep maybe it wanting to protect privacy if you're a bigger sort of social figure or whatever, but it's like if people know we're dating and I think the bottom line is the other side of it is they underestimate how much it means to you. Yeah. Like it's not that big a deal to post a fucking story if it's a cute photo of you two or an Instagram, but it means the world to the person who's been trying to get that to happen. Yeah, and like, I think it's, it's bigger nice for a girl. Like I feel like girls are – I think more girls look more deeply into things in Completely. social media. So it's like – I, when I was single or if I was single, if I was to stalk a guy and the first one of the first things he had on his photo was like a photo of him and his girlfriend, I'd be like, cool, girlfriend, Completely. not even going to follow them because they've got a girlfriend. But if I look at someone's profile, they've got no photos of a girl, there's no comments in the girl's there's no. Well, they comments. haven't posted a photo with a girl for a year. I'm like, oh, they're probably single, single. now. I'll check a follow at my swipe up to their story, and yeah. then it looks bad on me because I've slid into some guy's DMs with a boy. But boys with a know that, and that's why I'm like, is that why you don't want to post? Do you not want people to think you're in a relationship? Yeah, I that's think the first thing that I think girls thoughts go to. I honestly don't really think there's much of an excuse, especially yeah. if it's making your partner uncomfortable, and they're like, why won't you post me? Fucking just do it. Yeah, I feel like there is a shit. There's no real reasonable excuse as to why you won't post your girlfriend in this day and age. Yeah. Everything's on social media. Especially if you have a social media account and you post frequently, why can't you post your partner? If Yeah. I completely get it if you aren't a frequent poster. Mm. Like if you're one of those people who like still have a post from 2019 and that's your most recent post, first of all, ick. Second of all- I get it. I get it. Mm. But- not good enough. <laughs> no, but it's like if you've posted last week and we've been dating for a year, mm. where the fuck is my photo on your Instagram? Yes, it may not be that big a deal, but it is important to establish I am in a relationship. Yeah. People underestimate that those photos actually, like we just said, girls see it and go, oh, they're in a relationship. Yeah. Okay. Or like I think it's pretty upsetting, like say if you have like – your best and fairest for your football club and you've posted mm. a photo of you. And the boys. A with <gasps> you and the boys and then a photo of your mum. Stop it. You and your mum. But then it, you haven't it. posted a photo of your hot as fuck girlfriend. When you know in you've a, gotten in photos a galore yeah. and you think you look good because you've just posted three photos of you from yeah. that exact night, why not a photo of me? And I've posted the first photo in the carousel is of 
Maybe my boyfriend. Is it your best and fairest? Yeah. No. Nah. I nah. actually think That's it a is red a flag. Really red flag. That's a red flag. Like, I, yeah. And I found. I it's fuck a red it, flag. it, it right. Honestly, oh, it gets me. I remember me. Caleb and I did it. And Caleb didn't post a photo. And then he's like, oh, but I didn't look good in the, any of them. I'm like, fucking yeah. off that, mate. Another one that I find a bit of a red flag. Mm. It is a red flag. Bottom line, when they talk really badly about their exes. I think it's really bad. I'm so glad you brought this up because personal, but Caleb used to say that about his ex. And first of all, it put a bad taste into my mouth. And Mm. I was like, this girl must not be a good girl. I don't know her personally, so Mm. I'm not going to go shit on her. But then I like a flick the switch and I actually had a go at him one day. I was like, what have you done to make one, first of all, her maybe act in a bad way. Mm. Second of all, why are you speaking badly about her? You were in a relationship with her. Like you were with her for a reason. Yeah. And now you're going to, I think the name is calling your ex a psycho. Oh, um, yeah. Like there would only be psycho. What have you majority done? Majority of the time. Boys or girls, because you've either you've, cheated on them, you've done something, you've made them mistrust you. Goes both ways, boys and girls. Yeah. People react badly when you do bad shit to them. I yeah. find you can obviously talk badly about an ex if it's warranted, if they've cheated on you, run 100%. your mouth. Like, But it's when they say, oh, yeah, she was crazy or yeah. she was psycho. Okay, well, you probably lacked communication. Yeah. You probably made her mistrust you. Like I'm not talking amazingly about my first boyfriend I ever had. He really fucked me over. I don't really have that much positive to say. I don't think that's a problem. But if you've just ended like half the time, oh, it's the boy that fucks the girl over, ends up dumping her and then calls her crazy. Because she's stalking you or something or like that. Or because she's texting you going, why'd you fucking dump me after you cheated on me, you stupid prick? Yeah. Fucking over it. Yeah. Mm. I I always, you can say like, oh, my relationship ended badly or like I didn't like it. But if you say she's she was crazy, crazy, I've like caught Caleb doing it. I'd be like, don't say that. Like you're not allowed to say that about her. Like – who cares? Like she might be completely normal and great in her next relationship, but she might have been crazy with you because yeah. you did something bad. And I can guarantee you, Caleb, in high school, Caleb was probably a fucking dickhead. Like, so I always say, what did you do? Yeah, like you I was- You probably treated her like absolute poo-poo. I could, I could definitely label myself a bit crazy in relationship one. I wouldn't even go a bit- I was a bit I, – I was fucking crazy. Yeah, so valid, but, like, but he it was should because go running his mouth. I had no trust because he did the wrong things. So I obviously had this sort of look of myself going, fuck, I must be a bit a bit psycho, a bit crazy going into all my next relationships. It was nothing like that the next time around because they didn't give me a reason to feel like that. It's totally mm. situational. But he – your ex then shouldn't go, oh, yeah, she was crazy because – That's what I'm saying. I was crazy because he was an arsehole. Exactly. Like, he could be like, oh, yeah, I fucking cheated on her and I lied to her. That's why she was crazy. Yeah. You you forgot the first bit, Because mate. that's why I was crazy. And then yeah. the next relationship where that stuff didn't happen, I wasn't crazy. So yeah. don't talk badly about your exes unless they fucked you over. Then yeah. go for your life. Red flag is when they don't support you in your career choice. That's friends as well. I yeah. find that almost more commonly happens with a friend yeah. out of jealousy. Yeah. You can tell when someone's not fully happy for you. You can always tell. Yeah. I think it's really hard, like especially once you finish school as well, friendship-wise, if you go off in a different path and you're not necessarily doing something that your friends or what you and your friends told to do and they – 
don't put the effort in or like speak behind your back. I think it's really hurtful. Like I have had that in a few of my friendships and then they've kind of manipulated into me thinking I was the issue. Mm. And I, I'm like, it goes both ways. If you're not going to make effort with me, I'm also not going to make effort with you. Doesn't mean I think I'm better than you or you're not supporting me. We're not supporting each other. Like, yeah. And it is upsetting to see. And I think it is a big red flag when people don't really support. I like, obviously, it. like, say if you were a stripper or you started OnlyFans, like, that is your choice. Mm. If your friends are going to turn around being like, I don't believe in you. I don't believe in that, in that choice. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not posting naked photos of you. So why, that, yeah. why aren't you supporting me? I also find that it happens more commonly than not when you're in the same industry as someone. Yeah. Because the jealousy comes from them wanting that yeah i almost understand that more than friends that aren't in the same job as me and they can't be happy for something that i've done when it's like it's not like they they want this why can't you just be happy that i've gotten something interesting like when say even like a jewelry collection my jewelry collection came out like a lot of my friends would be like oh like can i have it for free like can i have it free i'm like you guys aren't even following the page you aren't even yeah like if you really want it you'd support me and you'd buy it yet they're all just like might be like asking for it for free or whatever but it's like you don't even follow the page yeah like i find that like but one not one of my friends that were in the industry when I had mm. came out with my collection last year and i was really new into social media mm. not one of my high school friends congratulated me yeah or it's that's support. jealousy because I think high school you've come into like there's a lot of and lot I have no hate or like no there's a lot of young girls that about probably want to have the chance to do that maybe haven't had the confidence to get into this industry yet but may have wanted to definitely not everyone a lot of people couldn't think of anything worse than doing this as a job but the, there's those few that are like oh I wouldn't mind being in that world, they're the ones that are a bit jealous because it's hard to always be supportive of stuff that you may be jealous of. Like I'm not saying that it's not. If you want that and your friend has it, it's hard to be 100% happy all the time and that's okay but at least fake it. Yeah, well well, maybe that's also a really good reason to show that they're not a true friend. If they can't be happy. If they can't be happy for you. Like if you had an amazing opportunity come through, I'm never going to be like, what the fuck? Like – yeah, and like not support you, you were going because to Japan I and I was like so fucking excited for yeah. you. Yeah, and but I'm never not gonna like if you had a collection coming out. Yeah, and I didn't get that opportunity. I'm never gonna turn around and be like, oh, I don't really rate that. Like, I don't think you should take that. Yeah, never. Because I think I'm a your genuine friend. Yeah, I feel like it's a good way to tell that they're not genuine if they're not supporting you. And if you're not fully happy for someone, maybe they're not really that close of a friend to you. Yeah, you don't maybe really your like friendship isn't. Yeah. I feel like there's a really good way to flush out fake people. Mm. I feel like a red flag really early on in talking to someone, like kind of a flag that you should be like, oh, maybe it's not really a vibe is when they only answer your questions and they don't return the text with questions Mm. about yourself. You find you're the only one asking the questions. It's like there's probably no point even fucking going on a date with this guy. Yeah. I get so insecure about that in general that I'm like, oh, sometimes I feel like everyone's asking me questions and I'm like, oh. Did I never ask them? I f- yeah, I'm a big talker and I feel like if I get a drink into me, I'm like, try stopping me from talking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's a road I'm, it's, it's I'm aware of it. Yeah, you are. I do always try and ask questions. I do think I'm, I'll always sort of open the conversation up. Like mm. I'm not, I hope so, Sam. I want some nodding and agreeance here. I don't Am go I on dates like with that? you though. 
What? You said I don't... Oh, no, on dates I ask a lot of questions. Oh. I'm good. Like, I know that. Yeah. Because I know that it's important to show interest. Yeah. I think if someone's interested in you, they will want to learn things about you and naturally they will ask you questions. Yeah. If you're kind of organising a date with a guy and you've been chatting for a couple of weeks and you find that the whole conversation, just have a look through and if it's basically you asking all the questions and them answering and then you returning with another question to keep the convo going, I'd skip out on it. Yeah. The date's going to yeah. be no better. And it's you're just not going to be good. No. Yeah, I get that. That's a red it's flag. It's a red flag. What do you think about this? It's like a bit of an ick and red flag. Mm. Someone goes, ew, I hate when guys are so open with farting. Have some class. I don't really care. Me either. I feel like, like it's a way to say that, oh, you're comfortable with me. It's almost a way to get a bit comfortable. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have a problem with a boy farting early. Like, it's gross. I don't want to smell it. But I'm not going to be like, why the fuck did you just do that? That's disgusting. Yeah. Like, I don't really care too much about that. Yeah. Not wanting to talk on call. Is that a red flag? Yeah, because I find calling is, I think, an important way to get to know someone better. I think it's hard to fully establish personality over text. I feel like... See, well, I fucking hate phone calls. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't get that. I'm like, I'll always call Sam and she'll be like, you need to pre-warn me before you call me. I'm like, why? I hate it. Like, Caleb will always call me, like, on the way home and he'll be like, oh, I'm coming home in 15 minutes. I'm like, and... No, I'm a big caller. I feel like as if you're getting to know someone especially, I think a phone call is important to establish like your personality. Nah, FaceTime me. I don't know about FaceTiming, but I remember like literally when I first started seeing my first boyfriend ever, we would literally sit on a phone call till 4am playing, um, what's that worm game where the worms, it goes around the screen and eats, you like cut off other worms and they turn into... Anyway, we'd play this game, we'd be in the same screen, so we'd be playing it together and we'd just sit on a phone call for hours and hours. Like half the time we're not even talking, but I feel like it's a lot easier to get a lot closer to someone mm. when yeah, you're Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Like my mum religiously is like, just call him, just call him. I'm like, mum, we've been on two dates, I'm not just going to call him up on a Thursday night to have a nice fucking chat. But I do understand the importance of phone calls when you're yeah. getting to know someone. Oh, when you're getting to know someone, yeah, I get that. You know what, my mum, this is actually some advice you'd probably want me to share with you guys. She heard my last on the other week's episode. Yeah. And how I guess I was a bit of a dicks over chicks, kind mm. of fucked the girls over. Mm. My mum was like, for all the people sort of new to relationships, it's actually not a bad thing to be choosing the boy over the girls because you're trying to establish a connection. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. Not forever. Yeah. But you are prioritising that connection because you're trying to create one. Yeah. I, that's why I didn't get mad at you. I yeah. was like, yeah. Because it's like you might be like, sorry, I need to see the girls that week, but then you might not be able to see that person for a whole nother week and it's like you're trying to form a bond there. Yeah, and you don't so want too is, much gap in between. It is important to prioritise that new person's time, I think, at the beginning. Yeah. So, but then there's like a fine line of like once you're dating and you're initially dating, as if they're your fucking boyfriend, I think you can pick the girls. Yeah, I think it's still really important that you do prioritize your friendships as well because that a lot of people lose out. Yeah, on friends by yeah. doing that, it's not yeah. a good look either. Like, you know, every and it's, sometimes it's hard not to get caught up in a bubble and everything, but like 
Like you your be, girlfriends will be there through thick and thin. Yeah. Like who's going to be the one to pick up the pieces if you guys do break up? Yeah, and mm. if you have completely distanced yourself from them and like prioritize them, your girlfriends actually you leave a salty taste in your girlfriends' mouths, and it's like, oh well, why am I fucking picking up your pieces if you're not there for me through the good times? Like you do want to be really happy for your friends if they find someone, but knowing that they're then MIA, if it's like a pattern and they always do it, it's like. I can't now call you because every day you're with him and you don't want to talk to me while you're with them. It's like yeah. it's really hard yeah. to stay with that connection with that friend if the moment they have a partner they're they're off the grid. Yeah. Another thing I want to know your opinion on. It's mm. like kind of hand in hand when they don't pay on a first date and when they hate on other females' success. Um, in regards to paying this, I don't know if this is going to be controversial. I expect them to at least offer. Yes. I'd always, I will always, however, split it. Like, yes. I won't always split it if they're adamant and they want to pay. I'll always offer to split it. Yes. I'm happy. Like that's, yes. I think splitting is the fairest way to go about yep. things. So I'll always yep. be happy to do that. But I think it is nice if they offer on the first date to pay yes. for the whole thing. I don't think it's like I will never see you again because you didn't pay. No. But I think it's courteous. I think it's a bit I of just, old just school a gentlemanly. Date etiquette. Yeah, it's nice etiquette to offer to pay. Yeah. Or it's like I'll be like, so we going halves. Like I'll offer and then they'll be like, no, it's on me. Like that's yeah. that's yeah. really lovely. It won't, I don't think, yeah, I wouldn't not see them if we had to have it by any means. Yeah. I just um, think it's etiquette, yeah. Yeah, it's polite. And what about, like, them hating on, like, female success? I don't think I've experienced someone that would has hated on female success. Or anything. kind of, like, thinking that the male, like, it's a bit of an old school thought that, like, they have to be the breadwinner because they're a male. This is obviously, like, male-female yeah, like relationships. That. I think I would run. Well, yeah, no fucking shit. Because, because it's like I am more money like, than them and they hate that. That's a red flag. Yes. Like, I, I'm happy I think for it's your like, successes if my partner was bringing in the big bucks fuck oath go them yeah i would always be happy no matter if i was earning more money or they were earning more money i'm like very feminist when it comes to that i'm like oh i will pay my own way Mm. like i have and maybe it's because i went to an all-girl school and we were all kind of brought up like that of like i will never rely on somebody else for money or to support me but I don't care if you earn more money or less money than me, no. but I will always make sure that I can pay my way. And I think it's a good look to be able to, you know, it's like, for example, like when you go on dates, it's like we're just we're going drink for drink. It's like I don't yeah. need him to be buying more for me. I think it's also a good look for you that you're able to Support buy yourself. him some like, oh, no, I'll get the next one. Like I don't – I've never been around someone that's overtly like dissed – female successes like that I think I don't like to surround myself with people that I feel like would be like that so I've never really I've like I've had side comments of like guys being like oh like some men are intimidated by successful women and it's like a known thing a lot of boys will diss what I'm doing as a career right now like I but I don't know if that ties into the same thing it fucking annoys the shit out of me it annoys me but yeah, they were our red flags and icks this week, guys. Um, bit of a topical conversation. Yeah, it's all very take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Nothing too deep. Just thought there were a couple funny things we wanted to chat with yeah. you guys about. Let us know if you agree with our opinions or if you don't. Like in at the, the beginning, 
the things that I feel embarrassing doing that are completely normal. Sam doesn't agree with any of them, so I'd like to know if it, anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Hope I feel better. But, yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming along this week's episode. We love you so much. See you next week. Bye. Bye.